Ooh, I feel it. I feel it. This has been a topic long time coming. It's going to feel a bit like a therapy sesh. Are you all ready? Whoop. Well, here we go. Welcome to the I Heart Chocolate Podcast, a space where chasing dreams and indulging in chocolate is celebrated, where it's okay to walk the abnormal path, break tradition, and pursue your own true happiness. A space where you can gain encouragement, inspiration, and confidence to go out there and become the best chocolatier you possibly can be. I'm your host, Tina Codinha, and I know what it is to be chocolate crazy. Like you truly feel called to do this, as if a light suddenly went on and all arrows point to chocolate. I've had the honor of working under some of the best chocolatiers in the industry, and all the while have dedicated my free time toward bettering my craft at home. I'm a wife, a mother, founder of Codinia Chocolate and Codinia Chocolate Mentorship, which I proudly run with my amazing, talented husband, Bruno. Chocolate is so much in my blood, I couldn't live without it. It's been the wildest journey thus far, and my hope is that this inspires you to keep on keeping on and believe that you can do this too. Because the truth is, yes, you can. You really, truly can. So consider me your new chocolate friend, constantly cheering you on because I'm right there with you. And let's dive in. Hello, hello. Happy June. As I am recording this, it's the beginning of the month. New month, new energy. So much stuff coming. Uh, In today's episode of the I Heart Chocolate podcast, I want to talk about something that I already have a feeling is going to be received with a mix of reactions, and that is okay. I am simply here to speak my piece, share my experience, and encourage others who may be in a similar position. So let's talk about it. (laughs) What it's been like being a first generation Asian American in a creative industry. All right, here we go. Well, I have to preface this by saying my intention with this podcast is not to cause any harm or disrespect to any elders out there who may be listening. It's simply to speak my truth. So growing up in America, first generation definitely had its challenges. I would say I never really fully understood what those challenges were until it naturally happened that I grew older and I wanted to figure out more of who I am. And turns out, as I discovered more of who I am, it felt like a constant conflict with who I was expected to be. It is very common in Asian households that I would say to embody the heritage to live life as a quote-unquote true Filipino, in my case, I am a Filipino, or true Asian would. What does that mean? Well, growing up, I always felt like there was this internal conflict. I was raised here in America, so obviously exposed to things such as free will and the American dream, and yet I came to see so much of Filipino culture went against that, specifically in things such as deciding what my profession would be, what my life would look like. So I come from a medical background. Both my parents are medicine. My dad's a doctor. My mom was a nurse. Growing up, all my family friends, majority of us came from medical backgrounds. So it was kind of expected that almost all the kids would follow suit and inherit what their parents started. After all, many Asian parents sacrifice a lot to leave their home country and start a life here in America. So I can see why they constantly pushed a medical profession, mainly because they see it as stability. And having a stable life is, of course, a good thing. The caveat, however, is that in constantly having this vision impressed upon you from a young age, you start to feel boxed in. And in my case, as I grew older, I realized I freaking hated, like seriously, could not stand being on this path anymore. I gained a ton of weight and all that stuff in college. I felt like I didn't have any connection to what I was doing, and I knew that my life couldn't continue on this way. 
I knew I wanted to have a life that would impact others in a more truthful way. The older I got, the more I engaged in conflict with my parents. Again, I am not trying to sound ungrateful because I realize that my parents busted their butt for the life that they create here in America. I think, however, especially in Asian culture, the conversation of options, the conversation of simply checking in on your kids from time to time and really forming a strong emotional connection was absent. And that had a huge effect when big life decisions were starting to be made because then all of a sudden, every decision comes off with the biggest slap in the face. It comes off crazy. It definitely took some time for my parents to accept that I was no longer going to be pursuing a medical path. And even after years and years of being in the chocolate industry, I still find myself being reminded, even if ever so subtly, of how quote-unquote successful or easy life would be if I changed gears and pursued medicine again. Hey, what's up chocolate friends? The number one question I get asked is how to temper. Tempering is one of the most essential skills of a chocolatier, and yet so many people struggle with it. From tabling, to seeding, to keeping chocolate in temper, to knowing if you're even doing it right. Does this sound like you? Well, be sure to check out our mini course, Temper Like a Boss. Like a boss, like a boss, like a boss! (laughs) Where we address all your tempering issues and raise the roof on your chocolate confidence. Just head over to www.coudiniachocolatementorship.com forward slash site forward slash temper so you can get that perfect temper every single time see you on the inside it's the constant i call it agree to disagree my parents are who they are i am who i am we have a fine relationship but being older now i wish there was just more communication about life in general more understanding more genuine support rather than disappointment simply because I choose to do something that they didn't intend for me. I have a feeling I will be learning how to navigate this a lot more with our own daughter, but I find it's probably one of the most common topics I share with fellow first-generation Asian Americans. When you grow up and you do everything perfectly, in my case I did the whole academic scene, I want to say as good as you can get, I mean I was freaking valedictorian all my life, but even that, Even after living up to that standard or expectation, not having it being backed up by a deeper connection, I definitely felt like there were several times where no matter what I would do in my life, it would never be enough. And it translated to, for me to just show up as myself is not good enough. That is a childhood wound that I'm carrying with me. I've been carrying it with me for a very long time, and it's something I'm constantly working on. Us Asians, you know, we don't like to get serious about our feelings or discuss any of that, especially parents with their kids, which I feel is such a loss. Because I just think back to when I was in college and majority of the kids around me were Asian and majority of them were freaking miserable. And this idea that they were trying to live up to, this unrealistic expectation of being the perfect child, it wasn't rooted in what's most important. Bringing pride to the family because you chose a certain profession or upholding some sort of image. It wasn't what was in their heart. It wasn't what wanted they wanted to make themselves happy. The only thing I know is that showing up every day to do what I love to do is how I love myself. And I've learned that I cannot give to others unless I take care of myself. A huge part of that is my mental well-being and learning to understand my past and how that has affected me as a person. It makes sense for so many things. I mean, how I deal with conflict, how I resolve conflict, 
how I have difficulty of things that don't go my way because I'm so used to having to abide by doing something so it goes someone else's way, how my confidence in myself didn't really become very strong until just a few years ago because I had an inner voice messing with me that was triggered every single time I got the slightest comment from my parents. And to make matters worse, we wouldn't discuss any of this like normal people. And you may be thinking, well, why? Good question. Because imagine if it's been years and years of this conditioning to be a certain way, to have a silent relationship where it's very one-sided, to be a quote-unquote good Filipino, when I never understood really how someone's individual life choice would make them seem less Filipino or less successful. This association of success with money is very common in Asian culture. And again, I can only speak from my experience, but there's just not one way, there's just not one way to be successful. To me, successful is happiness. I wish I grew up with that relation being emphasized more in my family versus what so many elders try to push upon their kids, which is that success is wealth, stability, choosing something because your parents want it for you, not choosing something just for you. I don't have any answers on how to fix this. I've been criticized for being, quote unquote, too American a lot of times. Sorry, I was born and raised in America, but you know. All I know is that while I don't have the closest relationship with my parents that I wish I could have, I also understand that they had their own reasons to raise me and my siblings in the way that they did. Unfortunately, we don't see eye to eye on that, and that's a topic um, that definitely has affected mental health, and it just never gets discussed. I would just like to say that if you are also a first-generation Asian American in the creative industry, I hope that you have peace in your heart and peace with your family. And by the way, I should also say, my parents, for the most part, support what I am doing in my life today. I mean, there's still slight jabs at me going back into medicine or a nurse practitioner or whatever it is from time to time. Um, But I do understand how, from their perspective, it could be difficult to fully accept um, someone who didn't grow up how they did and doesn't agree with their rules. At the heart of it, I think all parents are really trying to do their best. I just wanted to shed light on my experience because truthfully, there has always been a heaviness to identifying with who I am. And only in recent years have I learned that it's okay to be exactly who I am. It's okay to show up and disappoint my parents. It's okay to not carry the torch of valedictorian all the way into being a doctor. And it's okay to keep enjoying doing what I'm doing and taking risk and putting myself out there because I feel called to this like no other. Probably only other crazy chocolate people would ever understand me on this. I hope that you have the courage to be who you are, especially if you're battling something similar within yourself or with your parents or with your culture. I hope that there's more conversations in Asian households that can happen from a young age so that the divide would be less strenuous as kids transition into adulthood. And of course, I hope that if you find yourself on the chocolate path and it seems no one approves or supports you, if you truly felt like you're meant for this, that that is enough. And that's all folks. For more tips on what it takes to be a chocolatier, catch myself and my hubby Bruno as we go live every Thursday on the gram at Codinia Chocolate. And can I just say, thanks for hanging out with me today. If you felt a connection from this podcast or found it helpful, be sure to leave a five-star review on iTunes so we can keep spreading the chocolate happiness. Y'all know that is my life mission. But like really though, (laughs) via chocolate making, teaching, and now through sound. Woohoo! 
Have a beautiful day. And I know it's going to sound so cheesy. Oh, it's so cheesy, but it's coming and you know it's true. In case you need a reminder, you are 100% worthy of the life that you dream, chocolate filled or otherwise. You just have to summon up the courage to pursue it and then keep pursuing and grinding and working and loving it until you get there. Whew. Okay. <laughs> Catch you on the next one.